Today's Book Bite is sponsored by Readsy, the publishing ecosystem for writers at any stage in their publishing journey. Two Lit Chicks Book Bites with Julia Boggio. Happy Friday, everybody. That means that it's time for another Two Lit Chicks quiz. And today we are joined again by Beth O'Leary. And if you haven't listened to our episode from Monday and Wednesday, then go back because you are in for a treat. We put the worlds to rights, basically. So uh, so there's there's lots of interesting listening. Um, but yes, Beth is the Sunday Times bestselling author of uh, the wake up call, which only just came out. So very well done for, for that getting on there Thank so quickly. <laughs> um, and, and she's here to do a quiz for us. Can you tell us what the subject of the quiz is? So I, I've gone broad. I'm quizzing you on love stories. So this is a broad range. We go from like Shakespeare to modern telly. <laughs> Goodness. Okay, good. That's a, that's a good one. So I had originally thought we were doing a Jane Austen quiz. So I did this actually spend... This is my bad. Yeah, no, it's I okay. tricked it's okay. Julia. <laughs> you tricked me. I, I literally, I, I was there like cramming Jane Austen knowledge into my head. Like, did you know she's buried in Winchester Cathedral? And, uh... I did. That would have been a great quiz question, but that is not one yes. of your questions today. No, no. And like how much money uh, did Darcy have per year? Uh, it's 10,000. Is it 10,000? Just... Yeah. It is 10,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know all these little things, but we don't need oh, those. I'm sorry. So... No, it's okay. It's okay. You know, it's it's always good to bone up on, on one's Jane Austen. So <laughs> never, you know. You can just but, drop those into great conversations now. Exactly, exactly. You'll be like, oh, that chick talking about Jane Austen in the corner again. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm no, I'm very excited for this because love stories is another one of my my favorite topics. So I am I am pen at the ready. Okay, are you ready? All I am good ready. To go? Okay, yeah. so I think that I feel like this is quite an easy start. But can you name an Emily Henry novel? Yes. <laughs> Beach read. Yeah! Is that your favorite? Have you read it? Uh, have I read? Yes. I can't know which ones I have read and which ones I have Yes. And do you know what? I get Beach Read and Book Lovers confused. I think it's the book. Yes, Book Lovers. Book Lovers. I read that. I do not read Beach Read. I think... I think that one's my favorite. It's just the getting the buzz muddled up, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and the covers have a very, like the art style, so I kind of get a picture in my head and I can't. Anyway, yes, I've got that one right. I'm taking a point for that. Yep. Yes, 100%. <laughs> um, okay, a little more, little more tricky, but maybe not for you because you've been brushing up on your Jane Austen. In Ooh. Jane Austen's persuasion, for how many years have Wentworth and Anne been apart? Oh, it's like eight or seven. Oh, oh, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with eight. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? I probably would have given you seven because I think it's almost eight. I think it's like just under eight years. Right. So, okay. um, well done. Isn't that just oh, so romantic goodness. as well? That's very. It is. It's a good. I mean, did you watch the recent one on Netflix? The remake. I did. I started it and I. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't get into it. Yeah, to be totally honest, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't love. It. I think that the the one with um, what's his name, Kieran? No, is it Kieran? Oh, I can't remember his name. Anyway, the, the old one. The old one is really the classic good. one. Yeah, <laughs> the classic I haven't watched one. that in yeah. a very long time. But yes, yeah. Um, it's such a. I feel like it's one of those ones of hers that I like appreciate more as a mm. like second read, like as an older reader. I think it mm. was never my favorite as a teenager, but now I'm like, oh, I love that one. Okay, well, question you know, three. I think, well, can I just go back and say, I think it was her <laughs> yes, like, you may. last one. Sorry. Sorry. I'm a harsh <laughs> quiz master. I'm like, go! Sorry, teacher. 
so I think Persuasion was it one of her last ones that she wrote? Was it the one she wrote yeah, before she died? Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, you are really good on this. <laughs> I, I, and she was 21 when she wrote Pride and Prejudice. The cat was it Pride and Prejudice or wow. Seven? Wow, the cow. I know exactly. How dare she? 21. How dare she? Yes, she's so wise. I know. Amazing. I know. She's like a what Yoda, a romance Yoda. <laughs> Okay, number three, sorry. <laughs> in in the film Love Actually, what does Harry buy for his secretary, Mia? It's the item that his wife assumes will be her Christmas present. But then when she opens the gift, he's given her a CD. Harry is a very bad boy because he's bought her a necklace. Yes, you are smashing this. <laughs> yes, my God. Okay, Whew, this is un- unusual. <laughs> Oh, I've gone too easy. <laughs> no, no, no. But no, but it's like, it's like you know, who wants to be a millionaire? You're a slumdog millionaire. If, if, if you just happen to know the answers. I mean, of course, I'll get all the rest wrong now. So No, no, I think you've got, you've, you've started well. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. The misunderstanding trope is a classic of the romance genre. In Romeo and Juliet, what misunderstanding leads to Romeo's death? Oh, bless. No, well, this one is easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that she's dead. Yeah. But don't you think that, like, that would be so hard to do now? It, like, it's yeah. so hard to engineer that level of misunderstanding, right? Yeah. Like, why does that's... You know, she'd just message, be like, we're doing this thing where it's yeah, like, exactly. you'll think I'm dead, but I'm not really dead. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just, it would not work now. Have you seen the um, the musical and Juliet? No. It's it's really fun. It's um so it's the story of what happens when Juliet wakes up and she's not really dead and Romeo is dead and then so she's got to go on with her life and then it turns out Romeo wasn't dead either. I mean it's 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 a really fun. It's a great musical. Oh, it sounds great. I'll have to get really that on Yeah. Um, what is the name of Rachel Chu's boyfriend in Crazy Rich Asians, played by Henry Golding in the film? Ah, no. I know. This is going to really annoy no. you as well. It, it, I, I thought this was quite a good one because I couldn't quite remember. And then I Googled it. I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, I just have to run downstairs for a second. I'll be back <laughs> in just a moment. Uh, I'm just going to say... I'll just say it's Henry as well. Oh, no, yeah. Not. So, shall I tell you? It's going <laughs> yeah. to annoy you. I'm sorry. It's yes. going to be one of those ones. Nick Young. Oh, f- Yeah, the Young family. Like you, yes. Once you hear it, you can't. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which of the following is not a Nicholas Sparks novel? Okay. Dear John, One Day, The Notebook, Safe Haven. One day. Yes, (laughs) David Nichols. David Nichols. Nice. I'm coming out in a sweat. <laughs> oh, sorry. Is it too? Is it too mean? What? No, no, no. Are other people's no. quizzes nicer? <laughs> no, no. This I'm doing well on this one. I mean, you are literally. I mean, Richard Swan's fantasy quiz. I think I got like one right. So, um, oh, yeah. fantasy is good. That's hard to remember all of the like. Was it a lot of tests on worlds and? Yes, yes. And it, it, like I do read a lot of fantasy, but I haven't read a lot of fantasy recently. So it was uh... kind of like. Yeah, it was it was not mm. good for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which Netflix series based on a graphic novel series of the same name follows the love story of Charlie Spring and Nick Nelson? Heartstopper. Oh, have you been watching it? Yes, I'm watching it. So, so this is beautiful. nice. I, I love it. And so it's actually given me a gift because it's something that I can enjoy with my 12-year-old daughter. Oh, she loves lovely. the books. 
And, you know, and so we were watching it together and we talk about, you know, the episodes and whatnot. So like the Heartstopper 5 is coming out soon. And I'm just, I'm really grateful for these books because I feel like it's really just given us something to bond over. I love that. Yeah, I just, it, it has me beaming at the TV. I It's like my favorite thing that yeah. I've watched in ages. It's just, it manages to walk that line between being so heartwarming and lovely, but with not mm. being cheesy or cringy. Mm. I just think mm. it's beautiful yeah no i love it okay i'll be impressed if you get this one okay (laughs) okay according to a 2007 poll of 2000 people this is like the most recent this is not a thing that people ask about a lot so this was the last time anyone did a poll about this (laughs) what is the greatest love story oh um well i mean um, you could say romeo and juliet you know, because that's definitely an old one. Um, greatest love story. Eek. Ah, Pride and Prejudice. I think that came in at number two. So well done. Mm. But the t- or maybe number three. The top one is Wuthering Heights. What's it like? Really? Yeah, I thought that was fascinating. Like, is everyone okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, that's a very good question. Because, I mean, if that's how people really like their love stories. You know, this was 2007. Maybe we've all, maybe we've, we've all grown. All, we've all evolved <laughs> since then, you know. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so, how are you a Georgette Heyer fan? You know what? So... She's come up in like so. I did a quiz with um, uh, Marguerite Kay, who's the co-collaborating pi- partner of Sarah Ferguson, and she came up in that. So I, I haven't read a lot of her books under that name, mm. but I've read a lot of the v- Victoria Holt books. Yeah. So she is like queen of historical romance. For those who don't yes. know, do you know how many romance novels she published? Oh, it's a lot. Yeah. Is that, the, is that the question? That's okay. the question. Uh, well, randomly, let's say, uh, let's say 77. Oh, you are giving her a lot of credit. Bear in mind, she wrote in a lot of different genres. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, you know. <laughs> the answer is 32. Oh. And now you've made her look bad. Like, oh, she hardly got anything done. <laughs> She's slacking. Slacking. Yeah. Oh, okay, last yeah. question. You've done very well. I think you are on... Oh, I'm not keeping score, but I feel like you're on seven, are you? Six. I think I've had six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six. Okay. Last question. Which of the following romance genre tropes did I just make up? Grumpy versus sunshine. Heart on sleeve. Only one bed. May, December. May, December? No, that's actually one. (gasps) Oh my God, I can't believe I got it wrong. Uh, it's the second one then heart on sleeve yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was when I heard that I was like oh it's hard on sleeve and then you said May December and I thought is that that's a- yeah so I think it's another way of saying age gap really I think it's just like a sort of slightly more romantic way to describe like someone who's in their spring and someone who's in their winter <laughs> right oh that's that's very tactful <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but i really had to look for like is heart on sleep because i feel like it almost could be i was quite pleased with that when i made up that one i feel like it could it could, it be, could be one yeah. it could be a trope but it wasn't listed on all of the like 150 romance tropes so i thought i could get away with saying i made it up <laughs> oh my god there's so many bloody tropes you know it's like, <laughs> 
It's like when you start a new book, just look at the shopping list, go, yeah, I think I'll try this one. <laughs> I love a trope, you know. I love, like, I just love, I, I'm a total romance, like, lover so yeah. it doesn't it never really i'm just like oh it's one of those <laughs> yeah yeah now well you've done a good enemy to lovers in in wake oh, up partners we I, all know i that's, loved writing that <laughs> yeah that's the most that's the most popular sort of trope that people like cannot get enough of is it is so, it the most popular yeah well i seen i think so i've seen i've seen stuff saying that yeah. oh so, my first book was a um, my first one was a rock star romance not that he was oh. a rock star but he was like in that position of being a rock star yeah so um, yeah, no, it's uh, we should just write them on the books. It's just this trope. That's it. Buy it. For it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the the I've like worked out a little bit more which ones I really like, which is quite fun because then you can kind of be like, what's a great? It's a good way to track down a book, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. No. Definitely. And also, like, you write what you like, you know. So yes, totally. But okay, well, I've done six out of ten on that one. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about that. You should be. So... I think that was. I was. I'm. I mean, I couldn't really tell. You know how you can never really tell whether it's hard or not because you know the answers. <laughs> it's a bit like how you can never really tell whether a reader is going to figure something out because you're like, well, I yes. know that, so it yes. feels really obvious to me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know. I know. It's funny because there was one of those books. Um, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but I lent it to a friend, and I was completely surprised at the end. And she she read it. She's like, oh, I knew in the beginning what the what the twist was, and I was like how did you know <laughs> those people that can guess twists i am not one of those people i'm i'm like i don't figure it out until they tell me <laughs> no i agree with you i just take it as it comes like that's why i don't read like murder mysteries because i like i'm not trying to figure out who did it i'm just like la -di -da. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah just you just let me know when you're ready to tell me I'll... yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, fill me in at the end. <laughs> anyway, Beth, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast uh, oh, this week. Thank you so much. And, and uh, yeah, congrats on your impressive quiz score. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. Going to go have the champagne now. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you. Thanks so much. Two Lit Chicks is a podcast about the books we love and the writers who write them. And literary quizzes. Let's not forget those. Find all our episodes on our website, juliabogio.com slash twolitchicks. I'm always hearing from writers who are desperate to start or even finish their first book. The advice I always give is to take a course. As they say, you don't know what you don't know, so a course is the best way to get you going. Reezy is one of my favorite online publishing resources, so I'm excited to tell you about their new online How to Write a Novel course, run by author and best-selling ghostwriter Tom Bromley. In this course, you'll learn how to develop a captivating story and finish a draft in just three months. With daily actionable masterclasses and spot-on writing exercises, aspiring authors can apply what they've learned from page one and learn the craft of writing as they delve deeper into their own stories. Two of the things that I've always found the most valuable in courses is learning how to give and receive critical feedback and finding a writing tribe among my peers. The How to Write Your Novel course will give you a supportive community to chat about all things author life. Go to the link in the show notes or go straight to the Readsy website at readsy.com learning. Sign up today and get that novel on its way. 